listener. KickPod acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land in which we're recording this podcast, the Yulikert Woolen Clan of the Boon Wurrung, who are part of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to our elders, past and present, and extend our respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Welcome to the KickPod, your DM on the stuff that matters, but also the stuff that doesn't. Hello. Hello. I'm a bit nasally. I apologise to everyone listening, but I I sprayed perfume in my nose this morning. Mm, we were talking about it maybe. It's actually probably a really cool thing that we could all do and then have a really nice smell no. in our nose no. all day. Are you joking? Yeah, just like get the walls have of your you nose ever... smelling really nice. Do you know how itchy they are? Well, maybe I just not... want to itch them and I can't because we have cameras on and I feel like my nose is swelling. <laughs> maybe not with like perfume, perfume, but maybe like an essential oil. In the nose. Yeah, like I think like our it. nose is very sensitive skin. I'm not sure I'm not oh, a doctor. Anyway. Anyway, it made I me think I want to try it. <laughs> don't, don't. <laughs> Everyone listening at home, do or wherever the heck you are right now, don't try it. It's really annoying. I have to quickly ask you something, Steffi. Mm. So last night mm. I was out for dinner on the other side of town, mind you. Oh, okay. Yes. yes. Nice. And I felt a little so I was north side basically. Yeah. Yeah. And for anyone listening that doesn't live in Melbourne, basically there's like south side, north side, yeah. east side, but north, yeah. the north side is Edgy, cool. very, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I go there, I feel like I stick out like a sore thumb. Like I just, I see all these cool, edgy, Unique, yeah. effortlessly cool. Yeah. Not like trying. Like if I tried, you would know. Yeah. You'd be like, you aren't anyway. Yeah. So I feel a little bit like, oh, already. We went out for dinner and we'd gone to an event before and so we were starving and it was like 8.30 and I hadn't had dinner and I also was like trying to go to bed at 9.30, which was impossible because like it's quite far from our house. Yeah, anyway, yeah. we get to this restaurant and it's 8.30. Mm. It's 8.30, mm. okay? So it's 8.30 on a Thursday night and no, it's on a – like they were closing up the restaurant, I would say, yeah. by 10.30. Yeah. So it wasn't like they have two sittings. It was just a very casual restaurant. Mm-hmm. Walk in and we were like, I'm like, oh, do you have a table for two? I could see. Like <laughs> – I reckon I could see five tables of two around okay. the place. Yeah, it's eight thirty, so yeah. there's pro- unlikely to be a lot of yeah. reservations. Yeah, and the guy was like, "Oh, let me see. I don't know if I'm going to be able to fit you in." And I was like, "Really, really?" Mm. <laughs> anyway, but then I was like, "No, could there could be reservations or whatever?" But then there was a table that was like perfectly set, ready to go. Like, right, and he was like, "Oh, actually, I could squeeze you in inside. Like, if you're willing to sit inside." And he I was didn't like, look yeah, quite edgy enough. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm ready to sit inside. <laughs> and then he put us on that table right there, and I was like, "Cool." And then I, as we sat there, none of the other tables got filled. Like for the rest of the night, so I was just like, "Okay, was that a power play, or was it just was it? I'm not edgy enough." I just, it happens often at restaurants, I feel like, where pe- where they're like, oh, can I, I've mm. seen heaps of memes on TikTok about yeah. it, where the person's like, is it called like a maitre d', the yeah, person who stays so. at the front, and they're like, oh, I, I don't so. know if I can fit you in, and yeah, I reckon it's, it's like, a power play. Yeah. Yeah. And I get it. Like, yeah. we, I should have booked, but I didn't, because I, anyway. Anyway, I just was laughing in my head. Well, what, so what were you wearing, may I ask? <sighs> Blazer. Yeah, that's already done. Yeah, unless corporate. it's like I was an very oversized corporate. vintage. <laughs> no, I was, I was cool corporate. 
Big corporate. Yeah. Big corporate. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to shout that out because it just made me giggle inside. Well, it made me giggle too, Law, so thank you. Um, we have a quick kick update for you guys before we get into our episode. Our Stacks Court Challenge starts next Monday, and if you're not sure what I'm talking about, as a part of our exciting collaboration with Stacks. We have got a two-week core challenge in the app starting next Monday, the 19th of February. It is two weeks, three, five to 10-minute workouts each week, all about your core. So no matter how you move, whether you're a runner, you love your strength training or Pilates, whatever it is you do, this challenge is made to fit in with you and your lifestyle. You can do it on its own. You can do it alongside our other programs or alongside whatever else you do, but it is going to be a burner. And it's with Kika. Forgot to mention that. <laughs> She's good. <laughs> she is very good. And also mm. the event. We've got an event on Saturday. Now it's in Sydney and I'm really sorry. Yeah. We can't fly you international for this competition. <laughs> we love you and we're really sorry about that. But if you live in Australia, yes, this one's for you. So if you do want to come to the event, we're actually giving away a trip mm. worth 2999 no, up, up to. It really <laughs> depends where you live on how much the flight <laughs> the is, you know. <laughs> Basically up to $3,000. So you can kick it with us. So you're going to win if you win this prize, $1,000 worth of Stacks gear. Mm-hmm. Amazing. 12 months worth of kick. Amazing. Yeah, exactly. Flights for two, accommodation and a platinum event experience all on us. So to enter, we'll put this link in the show notes. I'll read it out, but I think it'll be much easier to click this through the show notes. It's www.stacks.com.au forward slash pages forward slash kick dash. No, is that a dash? Dash. X dash stacks dash giveaway. Find the link in this. on the link. I've just finished The Mother-in-Law by Sally Hepworth. Mm. Highly Amazing. recommend. Mm-hmm. Now, quickly caveat here. Yeah. Caveat, disclaimer, we love our mother-in-laws in love case they're listening. We love them because I actually posted on my story the book and then Dawson's mum wrote back to me, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like, no, don't worry. It's not you. Don't worry. It's all good. Anyway, but... Not we know that's not always the case. to the book, we know, <laughs> we know mother-in-laws yes. can be hard sometimes. Yeah. And we also, they're also, I don't know why, but they're some of my favourite stories yeah. to hear yeah. experiences about. Because I feel like with your mother-in-law, it's like you choose your partner, obviously, yeah. but then you don't choose their family. And sometimes they can be really mean. And like if you, especially if you're in a heterosexual relationship yeah. and you're a female and you're with their son. Yes. Mums can be very protective, very protective. of their sons. Yep. And I've heard some boo- yep. boozies. Boozies? Boozies? Is that a- yeah. <laughs> Did you say boozies? I don't know. Like doozies? a booze- doozies. No, <laughs> some doozies. <laughs> Not a boozies. Like, doozies. I've heard some doozies. Yeah, so same. we asked you guys to your mother-in-law stories and you delivered. <laughs> Here's the first one. A message from my mother-in-law saying that she was going to pop over the house and drop off milk and bread and, you know, do some things around the house, clean up for us and all that sort of stuff. We told her politely, like, that sounds very lovely, but no thank you. As we had a friend staying at the house, um, absolutely no need, but can't wait to see her when we get back. Uh, She insisted on picking us up from the airport um, as well on our return home from our honeymoon. It was 10 p.m. at night and she hasn't rocked up uh, to pick us up. We call her and she is asleep on the couch. My husband decides... 
because she's still insisting that she comes to pick us up. We'll just wait a little bit longer for her to come and pick us up. It gets to midnight and she finally comes and picks us up. And in the car on the way home, she decides to tell us, oh, by the way, I stopped into your house and I've dropped off some milk and bread. And at this stage, I'm very jet lagged. So I simply ask in this tone of voice, mind you, how did you get into our house? And she immediately ripped me to shreds. She called me an ungrateful C word and just took as an opportunity to attack me for not being grateful that she has dropped off milk and bread into our house. Completely disregarding the fact that we asked her not to go to our house because our friend was there and we didn't want to make our friend feel uncomfortable with a drop-in visitor who they weren't expecting. We also have never given her a key to our house for this reason. So boundaries are completely broken. We don't know still to this day how she got into our house because that wasn't able to be discussed in her verbal attack on me um and it was a great way to end our honeymoon okay so oh my god it was a honeymoon oh my god i'm sorry if you call someone a c word i'm gonna go (laughs) you really don't like them (laughs) i think like the like going into their house after they've said not to is like one thing but then reacting the way she did do you think it's because she thinks she owns her son so she's like he's my son i can go do whatever i want Mm. in the house that, that took a turn because I was listening being like, oh, yeah, you know, this, this is not that bad. Yeah, like, yeah. obviously, boundary is not good, but wow. Yeah, that really turned. That's horrible. That's horrible. You know what? I wonder, Laws, in a situation like that, would you expect Dalton to say something, like, instantly? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I really hope her partner, her husband, said something. But like, it's a situation where in that so usually if someone called me a C word, not many, I don't think it's happened. Lucky. Anyway. I don't think it has either. But in like aggressive, aggressive yeah, yeah, yeah. way. I think <laughs> I would, especially, okay, if it was my mother-in-law, I yeah. think it, the hardest thing with it is like, especially if you're coming back from your honeymoon, yeah. like you're just starting the journey. Yeah. I would just sit there in silence and like clock it and be yeah. like, okay, you are not a nice person. I'm not going to get you a nice Christmas. Uh, exactly. But I wouldn't respond because I'd be like, what's the point? I'm yeah. going to have to see you yeah. every Christmas. Yeah. And obviously it's inappropriate and hopefully yeah. you go home and reflect yeah. on your bad behavior. But yeah. I don't even feel like giving yeah. the airspace of replying back yeah. to you. But I feel like it's definitely the... Up to the, the it's son. The, yeah, it's yes. the son or of the... the or exactly. whatever, the partner whose parent it is, it, they need to step up in that situation. Yeah, if your mum's doing that, yeah, put, tell her no. <laughs> Okay, we've got another one. I don't have any nightmare mother-in-law stories. My mother-in-law is the most amazing woman that I know. I lost my own mum a couple of years ago now and my mother-in-law is truly just so loving. She has welcomed me into the family with so much warmth and and kindness and um, I, I truly just love her so much for it. Well, that's really lovely. That is wholesome and gorgeous. That's so much better. Thank you for sending that in. (laughs) I think I have one of the most humiliating mother-in-law stories. I was 17 and meeting my now in-laws for the first time. The initial introduction went really well and I felt like I'd made a great impression. Um, But because we were quite young, his parents weren't comfortable with us sleeping in the same room. Um, So his mum made sure we were in separate bedrooms. But later that night, my mother-in-law asked us to take a seat with her and my father-in-law before pulling out a used condom 
that she had found under my partner's bed. So just for a bit of context, my partner had a bad habit of tossing them under the bed after he was finished and just leaving them there, which is absolutely disgusting. And we have moved on from that habit. Um, But anyway, she asked us both, what is this? Well, dangling the used condom in the air for us all to see. Neither of us knew what to say. We sort of just stared at it for a few seconds before my partner responds, it's a condom and why are you touching it? And she did the classic, I'm really glad you're being safe, but please clean up your mess. Easily the most embarrassing moment of my entire life and extremely awkward for the rest of the night, but eight years on and the wedding is in two weeks. And thankfully his mom has accepted me into the family, use condom and all. No, can I just say, can I just say, (laughs) fair enough she brings it up with her son. Because that's disgusting. Yeah, I agree. Like, if Harvey is a teenager and I find that in his room, 100% I would say something to him. But I would not sit his partner down alongside him and be like, this is not on. It is just a conversation she can have with her own child. 100%. Do you know what, though, made me think? So I don't think my mum would have done that. Yeah. But I, (laughs) sorry, mum, I I know you listen. But I remember, and I totally get it. I get it, mum, I understand. But when my ex-boyfriend and then I think who I was to get with for like five years and then after that when I was with Dalton, I think even with Dalton this happened. Which is why we never stayed at my mum's house, at like my house. Right. So (laughs) when my bedroom was upstairs, okay. So, and then there was upstairs in my house. There was, it's a very small area. It was my bedroom, Sienna's bedroom, my sister, and then a bathroom. Yeah. And then downstairs was the rest of the house. Yeah. Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Just just floating. Anyway, (laughs) when... Dalton, I'm pretty sure it happened to Dalton. I think it happened one time and then I was like, nah, this is very weird, yeah. mum. I'm 18, yeah. mind you, at yeah. this time. Again, yeah. mum's house and her rules. Yeah. I had to, we had to put a mattress downstairs because there was no room to put a mattress upstairs. And mum didn't trust that like if the mattress was in my room, we wouldn't sleep in the same bed. <laughs> so I'm sorry. My, we had to, my mum, my mum made us put a mattress downstairs in the living and it's a small house in the when living. When you were with Dalton. I'm pretty sure. You I have started to ask dating him. Dalton when you were like 22 or something, weren't you? No, no. How old was I? Yeah, because you were 21 when you were in Europe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so I wasn't 18. Yeah, this is totally, oh this is totally, I'm pretty sure. I think I'm pretty sure, mum, if it's, if it was just with my ex, if it was just with my boyfriend before that. But still, I was 18 at that time. Yeah, okay, okay. It was just like you weren't allowed to sleep yeah. in the same bed under my mum's little sisters, though? Mate, yeah, that, yeah, I mean, fine. I, no, I just, now I'm thinking about it. So, what mum, so what mum would do, she put a mattress <laughs> downstairs in the living area that was across from her bedroom. <laughs> so, you walk into our house, right on the left is mum's bedroom, and then it. on the right is like a sitting room. Yeah, like an open sitting oh, room. Yeah. And mum would put a mattress in there. <laughs> I'm watching you. <laughs> Do you know what? After that, my sisters never had that. It was just me. I just had the strictest rules and then I think mum was like, okay, no. Yeah. Oh, no, my sisters, my sisters are like, they would have just been like, no, mum. Yeah. No, Whereas mom. I'm like, oh, I must follow all rules. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'll have to ask her if it was with Dalton, but I'm pretty that sure it wild. was. That's like you're 22 or 23 years yeah. old. <laughs> <laughs> Dalton's on the floor in a mattress downstairs. <laughs> Anyway. Okay, I think we have one more voice memo. So a couple of years ago, my mother-in-law was up here from Sydney, um, up here in Queensland, visiting my husband and I. And unfortunately, 
a few days into her trip, she fell outside our house on the nature strip and she broke her leg really badly. Um, after she had surgery, she couldn't go back to Sydney because she lives by herself. So she had to live with us. Um, and she ended up having to live with us for four months. Um, but we had to do everything for her, including showering her. And my husband said that it would be too weird for him to see his mum naked. So I had to shower her, which gives a whole new meaning to an intimate relationship with your mother-in-law. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, your no. son can shower you. It's his mum. I know it's his bodies, but like I just, I feel like. He was once probably sucking on her boob. Like, let's be real. Yeah, true. I think you can see when your mum When he was naked. a baby. Yeah, just a baby. Still, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I grew up in a bit of a nudist household. Like I would walk in um, like my mum or my dad in the shower and brush I my didn't. teeth. Like maybe it's just me or my family. That's a lot. But like it's just, there's just bodies and they're just my parents. True, true. So I feel like the weirder you make it, yeah, the, weirder the weirder it is. It is. It's so true. It's so true. All right, we have some written ones before we wrap this segment up. Okay. In 2020, the Victorian government had introduced new COVID-19 restrictions while my boyfriend at the time, now husband, and I were out of the house. My mother-in-law called my boyfriend and he answered through the car speakers and without any context asked, how intimate are you and Ashley? Oh, <laughs> why? What is the bond between mum? Uh, is this a this is a son? Yeah. Yes, uh, mums and their sons, and wanting know. to know everything about their life. What? Seth, don't do that. No, I. So you know what? I'm going <laughs> to no, be very like you want. protective, but I don't want to know about that. Like even when it comes yeah, to yeah, but you say him this and himself, now. I'm you be say like, this Josh? now. Like when he's <laughs> but when he's fifteen. Yeah. Well, what if he was fourteen and you found like eighty condoms under his bed? Well, then I'd probably have to talk to him about You'd the probably mess, say, number one. But if, I'd also get Josh to talk to him about. Yeah. I okay. don't know what it's like to, Oh, you know. <laughs> oh. I don't have a release. release. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I feel like it's like something. I'm definitely open to talking to him, but I feel like Josh can have those conversations. Yeah, fair. You know? Fair. Anyway. It reminds me, actually, when we were talk- when you were talking about earlier with you and your sisters, my mum had a conversation with me about my brother one day because she he was, like, dating. Yeah. And he had turned, I think it was 18, and we were both obviously still in the house. I think I was 16. And she sat down with me and was like, I just wanted to check that you're okay. Like, I, I can't remember who he was with at that point. Let's just say Jess because that's who he's with now, but it wasn't <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> Um, you know, do you mind if Jessie sleeps oh, in Murray's nice. room when they when she stays over? And I was like, I didn't even know that wasn't happening. <laughs> so I was like, that's fine, Mum. But anyway, it is funny. I think you do have to be mindful when you've got younger yes. siblings. All right, another one. I was dating my boyfriend and now ex-boyfriend, okay, for three years, and his mum never wanted to feed wait, what? Never wanted to feed me tea. So if I was, oh like dinner yeah like dinner so if I was ever at my boyfriend's house at tea time she never served me up a plate of food and I had to sit at the table with everyone else without a plate of food in front of me it was so humiliating again what is wrong with her partner why wouldn't she be like he be like she he whatever be like mum can so and so have a plate of food that's weird that's very I wouldn't go back. That's for dinner. I'm not surprised they're not together. Yeah. <laughs> that is 
That's if weird. That's happening to you. Don't put up with that. Don't, don't put go. Up with don't that. go. Yeah. Don't go. All right, last one. On our first shopping trip together, she took me to Honey Burdette. Oh, that's sexy lingerie. So we could get matching lingerie. <laughs> Did you just call it lingerie? <laughs> no, I said lingerie because there was a post, Chessie King, whatever post, and said, like, shall we call it lingerie or lingerie? And so this morning I was laughing at lingerie and that's why it just came out. But, so that they could get matching lingerie. Oh. That is. No. That's too much. Boundaries. Too much. Boundaries. Yeah. Boundaries. Yeah. Ba- no, you don't need no. matching lingerie with your mother-in-law. No, and your mother-in-law also doesn't need to know what lingerie you're putting on for their child. I keep calling them children. They're not children, but like they're nah. offspring. Okay. Yeah. That's that, that's a good way to end. <laughs> what a segment. <laughs> I want to know what happened after that. If you guys ever want to get involved in the podcast, if you have any suggestions on a segment or a story or a DM or you just want to add to a segment, slide into our DMs at KeekPod on Instagram. One, two, three, four. Okay, Laws. Today I am hoping... Talking through this trend is going to be the last time we hear of this trend. I'm hoping that it's passing ASAP. Um, But it is, once again, another body image trend, which has happened, honestly, for decades and decades. But now that social media exists in our world, it's in our faces a lot more, right? And unfortunately, this one was trending on TikTok, which TikTok is obviously a platform with a lot of really young very easily um, influenced and impressionable young women. So this one is called Legging Legs. And the way it came up was basically through young women posting their legs in leggings, getting complimented that they've got legging legs, and it kind of grew from there. What is legging legs? It is basically, from what I gathered, basically renaming the thigh gap trend that a lot Mm. of us fell down as millennials years ago and fell into that trap of giving a shit about a thigh gap, right? Which genetically doesn't work for a lot of our bodies. It's never going to happen unless you go to a very, very unhealthy route, right? It's not And for some bodies, it's actually not. It's, it's not possible. A, a thigh gap yeah. is like a genetic way that your body, it depends on where your hips are positioned in your body. It's, it's not something no. too, str- like, it's just, oh my God. Oh and my. it's also like that. I think a thigh gap, honestly, out of all the toxic things that have ever come into. Absolutely. Obviously, they're all quite fucked, mm. but a thigh gap is the most fucked trend yeah, of all time. Yeah, 100%. Because it also doesn't take into consideration what about incredibly fit athletes with muscly legs? Like, what are they not a part of the beauty standard because they've got muscles on their legs? Like, it's the size of your legs does not matter. And I think what upset me so much about this one, not just because it kind of took me back to that time for myself where I was super insecure and trying to get this, like, thigh gap that the internet made me feel like was a necessity. I would wear like oversized t-shirts, oversized tops or whatever to make me look smaller and to go past my bum and like cover up what wasn't a thigh gap. Mm -hmm. Like that's how insecure I was about it. Um, And I just hate the thought of young girls feeling like they need to do that because they haven't got hashtag legging legs. And I just want to say, like, if you've got leggings and you put them on your legs, you've got legging legs. It doesn't matter what they look like. Leggings are supposed to be one of our most like comfortable options. Like, I don't know about you, but like, I mean, I do know about you, but like I <laughs> pop them on all the time, not just for exercise, yeah. but genuinely just because they're comfortable. Right. And if that is taken away from us, because now suddenly we need to look a certain way in them. Number one, that's just shitty because I love leggings. But two, 
it's then another barrier for movement for a lot of people because a lot of women, as we know from our community, don't feel comfortable in shorts. And, of course, we would hope that one day everyone can feel comfortable in shorts because, again, just like leggings, doesn't matter what your legs look like. However, then they opt for leggings. But now maybe they feel uncomfortable in leggings because of this. So it's just, it's so bad and it made me so, so upset. Um, And as I said, I really hope that this is the last that we hear of it. And I'm really glad that a lot of people, and a lot of them are millennials because they saw right through it, are speaking up about it because the more that we can kind of catch it before it sinks too deeply into especially young women, but everyone's like head, that it matters, um, the better. And I just... Yeah, that's it's basically all I wanted to say about it. But it's just our bodies are not trends. We need to stop treating them like fashion trends. And I just I was hoping that like social media would start to get better at that, but it doesn't seem to be going anywhere. Mm. Mm. And I think as well, I wanted to say too, if anyone on your TikTok feed or your Instagram feed or whatever, there's mm. probably other Reddit feed, whatever <laughs> else platform you're on, tries to tell you this is what I eat in a day. Mm. First of all, if they're telling you what they eat in a day, unfollow. If it's someone who is not accredited saying what they eat in a day, starting by showing off their body, yep. that is literally the most, they're literally saying like, if you want to look like, like this, this eat like me, that won't work because you have different genetics. So it's a very toxic content. But if anyone comes up, this is how I work out to get legging legs. This is how I eat to get like whatever, what I eat in a day and I have unfollowed them Yeah, because there is no, like speak to it, like the most qualified personal, whatever. There's no, you can't, it's genetics. Yeah. Yeah. So if anyone, all those people are trying to make money off you, Mm -hmm. off our insecurities that are created by the internet. Yep. And yep. also probably created by a group of men. Like for example, we, we spoke about this like a, last year at some mm. stage, but Facetune, for example, yep. which literally has filters that says the perfect face yep. or whatever. Or beauty. It is owned yep. by, f- there's five men founders of that. So it's these middle-aged men mm. in a room deciding like what, and that, when you think about it like that, yeah. it's like, let's not lean into that. Like that's yeah. actually very fucked. Yeah. So don't let anyone sell you anything that's going to make you have legging, legging legs because you already have them. Yeah. Don't give them your money. 100%. Unfollow them. And while I'm at it, also, if people are telling you need to look a certain way for your wedding, oh yeah, don't lean <laughs> into that either because you don't. It's like all these this industry, this and this is why at Kik we're so passionate about what we do and trying to create a safe place for people to come in because when you move your body and you eat well and you look after your mind, you feel good, it's good and for that's you. amazing. Yeah. It's good for you, but yeah. it needs. That's why we with Kik we've we've I mean from speaking to our community, we've been able to create this place where it's that, all those tools without the pressure. Yeah. It's not labeled like get wed shred or get programmed to get ready for your wedding. Are you joking? Like when I've seen that pop up lately, I'm like, this is actually. It's infuriating. It is so toxic because it's like it, if you are engaged to someone yeah. that loves you, yeah. you can wear a wedding dress no matter what your body looks yeah, like. hundred percent. If you want to wear leggings, wear the leggings. Yeah. If you want to wear a bikini, wear yeah. a bikini. It's yeah, like it's the same as we the bikini body trend. These standards 100%. that are set. Honestly, I don't know the exact percentage, but I would. I am one million percent sure. Well, maybe not one million. Ninety nine point nine 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 percent sure because I'm not hundred percent sure that eighty percent of them are set mm. by men in a room. Yeah like executive men, middle-aged men, yeah. trying to sell their shit. Well, I mean, it's like Victoria's Secret. Thank you. It was all Ed. It's a man, by the yeah. way. Yes, Ed is That man. made a lot of us very insecure yeah. for a very long time. Mm-hmm. So anyway, let's, legging legs in the bin. Yep. 
wedge shred anything in the bin. Just body trends in general. In the bin. Yeah. You, our bodies are our home, our yeah. only home. It's not a trend. Yeah. It's not a fast fashion. No. It's a it's our bodies. Yeah. So take care of them. Yeah. <laughs> What is the time for special share? Special share. What have you got for me today? Oh, whispering. Whispering. So my special share is so, it's not really that random, but it's just, it's something that you'll be like, yeah, I know. Yeah. But you have to, <laughs> why did I say like, but you have to remember okay. that it, and I had forgotten how good this artist was. Okay. G Flip. I know. Are you? Sorry, don't. I don't. I know. I know that would be a reaction. No, I knew, but I forgot the impact and how good their music makes me feel. Okay. Because I just, I often will listen to top 40 hits or I'll listen, what I do now, I quite like this on, (laughs) I know that, but I quite like this on Spotify (laughs) where you choose your favorite song and then it goes, I think you click the three buttons and go radio. And it just kind of plays like this. Exactly. So I do that a lot and I've had kind of like five songs that I rotate between, Mm. none of which were G Flip. Mm for a long time. Mm. And I watched their Triple J Cruel Summer. Cr- uh, oh. Cruel Summer is amazing. That's oh. one of my favourite songs right now. Yeah. No, when they won all the uh, oh, Triple yes, J sorry, sorry. awards. Sorry. Do you call them awards? The Hottest 100? Is it awards? No. It's just like, did you just say the Triple J awards? <laughs> the Hottest 100. That's what you're talking about? <laughs> I'm not a music girl. What can I say? What can I say? I'm not very cultured in the music space. <laughs> anyway, yes, we know. We all know what you're talking about. So they got so many. And yeah. just watching their video of them yeah. accepting it. So beautiful. Was just so inspirational mm. and just, oh, my God, it made me so happy. And then I just remembered how much I love their music. And so if you had also forgotten, like me, I didn't forget G-Flip, okay? I love G-Flip. We always talk about them on the podcast. But I just forgot how much impact and how special yeah. their music is. Yeah. And yeah. I start with Cruel Summer. That's my favorite. The cover. The yeah. cover. It's so good. Anyway, that's. I know it's a bit rogue of a special share, but I just. No, I love it. They have brought me so much joy this week and yeah. I wanted to share that with everyone. Yeah. No, it is. It's amazing. And honestly, G, congratulations. Seriously. I, and well deserved. They're every single track. Honestly, one of my faves. Especially the one you're in. <sighs> That wasn't in the you know I watched, You know, I watched the film clip the other day. What, for the first time? No, because oh. I already watched it, but I watched it again. <laughs> yeah. I was talking to someone and they were talking about G-Flip and I was like, did you know Steph was in the commercial? The commercial? commercial? The oh, my God. <laughs> i got to get cultured, guys, in the film clip. And then I made them sit there and watch it with me. Yeah. Um, they enjoyed it. You know that's their dad at the start. Is it? Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so cool. Uh, by the way, if you want to know, Steph's in Drink Too Much. And if you Google it on YouTube, you'll see Steph in the film quick. Thanks. So cool. Yeah, it was really cool. I got to play myself. So it was kind of easy. Because you're an icon. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Moving on. Um, okay. So my my special share today is um, an episode on Dialing, Dialing Shine with Elodie and Chloe. And it is part one of a three-part episode by Chloe because Chloe is finally pregnant. Um, And I'm so unbelievably happy for her and for Fish. And they're just, I mean, Darling Shine, honestly, I I love all their conversations. Um, They speak through quite a lot um, and are very open about their own journeys. And it's it's, a beautiful friendship. But Chloe fully opened up about her entire journey. Um, She opens up about her miscarriages, um, her fertility journey, and her and Fish were were trying for quite a few years. So it's very, very exciting that she is pregnant and it was really beautiful to talk, to hear her talk through it. Obviously there was 
kind of ups and downs in, in, in the chat. Like I would, I would cry for sadness and then I would cry for happiness. And I just really loved, even though I knew a lot of her story, I really loved listening to it. Um, and I think it was just, yeah, really, really special. And I think so special for her to be able to share that with such a beautiful, I suppose, not ending because her story's only beginning, but yeah, I'm just very happy for them. So I really enjoyed listening. Oh, I have to listen because mm. I watched the reel mm. that they posted that I think came out when they released the yeah. episode and I was crying. Yeah. Like I was like, and it was like Monday at like 12 or something. And I was like, my yeah. hair's like. <laughs> yeah. And it's Chloe by herself. So she, it's funny because at the start she's like, Elodie already knows all this stuff. And like, I didn't want to waste her time just listening to her. Ah. So it's just Chloe speaking through okay. it, which is really nice. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. Anyway, that's all. That's all from us. Oh, have a wonderful day, night, wherever you are right now, whatever time it is. Enjoy the rest of the waking hours. Or if you're going to bed, have a lovely lovely sleep. Good evening. We will be back in your ears on Wednesday. We sure will. And we love you. Thank you for supporting the podcast. If you got this far, love you really very much. Really, very much. Really, very much. Really, very much. And if you do want to support the podcast, if you do love us really very much, like we love you, obviously. You can by listening, yep. sharing, yep. or following us on Instagram on KickPod or following us on the podcast wherever you listen. Yeah. Or writing us a review. Yeah. There's lots of ways you lots can support ways. us if you like. And the one thing when you do leave reviews and support us with the pod that really helps is then we have more listeners. And then if we have more listeners, then we can get bigger guests. Whoa. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it is good. You know, because, you know, sometimes we email these big people that we want to talk to and they don't reply. Because <laughs> they're like, oh, I don't, that's not enough reach for me. So anyway, if you could do us a big favour, that would mean a lot. We love you and we will be back in your, as I already said this on Wednesday and that is the end. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>